Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. In today's episode, we're talking about the implementation of making a plan. We all make plans, holiday plans, travel plans, a variety of plans in our life. But then what happens? You made the plan. What happens next? How do we hold ourselves to the standard that we derive in our plan. That's what today's call is about. It's imperative for this time of year, but realistically, any time of year, we can make plans for a new beginning, a new change, a new arrival into who we want to become. And in order for us to do that, we've got to really implement the action orientation of a plan. So take a listen and see what you can glean from this episode of Overcoming. Thanks so much for listening. All right. So, and and maybe I'll say it again, as Matthew McConaughey does say, all right, all right, all right. So I have a very good friend, uh, an amazing friend, who's actually headed out to Austin, Texas on Wednesday. So we'll we'll give it out to her. Um, She's not going to see Matthew McConaughey. We don't know him but that is where he resides. Um, in any case, I've been listening to a lot of new things lately in order to bring you some different content and some different ways to think about things this holiday season. Because as I've mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, October 31st through January 2nd, the biggest time to uphold our contracts with ourself, our contracts with our relationship with food, how we eat, what we do, what our behaviors are, and then how we implement them. Last week, I talked about creating a plan for this time of year, and it is, in fact, true. So I, my desire was that you all would get off the call and within 24 hours, write that plan down. Why do I say 24 hours? Because so many of us say, that's a great idea. I should do that. That, that was a great idea. I really should have done that, is then what comes later on. So within 24 hours, if you hold yourself accountable and you make yourself do something, the reality is, is you'll get it done. After that time period, the emotion that you held behind the behavior wanes, and therefore, so does the behavior. So what happens now? If you made the plan, if you didn't make the plan, make it now. It is really important that you move through this time period with a plan because without it, we fall short and we don't get done what we want to get done. Once you get that plan in place, what happens now? Now, when we talk through this, you can think about this component in any way you want. I'm going to talk about it with respect to a plan for this time period, but you can think about it with respect to any kind of plan that you make. Because one of the real 
nuances and wonderings by so many people, whether it be coaches, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, neuroscientists. It's, you know, we make the plan and it sounds so great. And where the mystery lies is how do you keep doing it? Because we know the first day, two, three, motivation's high. We have the desire to change. We have the, the need, the purpose, the drive, the emotion. And then what happens? You know, a lot of people kind of let that fall, right? We said that in resolution orientation. And we'll say it in any kind of behavior change that after a certain amount of time, people don't keep that plan in place. So if you made a plan for this time period in your life, how to get everything that you need and want done, visiting, if it's visiting family, buying presents, making certain meals, going to certain parties, doing certain things at work, creating new things for yourself, taking care of yourself has to be on the docket, like we talked about, so that you won't fall at the end of this time. All of that needs to be in and on this plan. And so how do you keep it going, right? You have six weeks, seven weeks or so until we get to January 2nd, something of that nature. And how do you keep it in place? How do you actually make this plan happen? For so many of us, you know, there's certain times in our life where we do something that just enables the plan to unfold, so to speak. And our feet may be held to the fire by other people or other things. For example, right? I have a really close friend who waited uh, just because of circumstance to have a child a little bit later in life. Now, here's what we know about having children, right? You make a plan to have the baby. You might make some plans after that, although the baby determines some of that, right? The truth is your feet are held by, to the fire, so to speak, to get up every morning, to feed the baby, to rock the baby, to soothe the baby, to change the baby's diaper. You have accountability to that other human being to complete that task. However, when we talk about making a plan with ourselves, by ourselves, for ourselves, our accountability only happens to ourself. And therein lies the problem, right? How do we keep ourselves accountable to ourself? I can't tell you how many people seek external accountability, and I do believe in it, but ultimately I believe in self-sufficiency and being able to hold ourselves accountable and understanding enough about ourselves to get people to support us and to provide that external accountability if we need, but also that we don't become codependent on that and that we are self-sufficient in and of ourselves to enact whatever plan we need and understand enough about ourselves that we know how to do it, right? Because that is the crux of everything. Peter Drucker said, if you want something new, you have to stop doing something old. So if in the past you never made a plan, make a plan. If in the past you made a plan but never kept up with it, now's the time to figure out how to do things different. We are in constant evolution. That's life. And that's a good life lived. 
in my book. A good life lived is continuing to evolve, to change, to grow, to learn, so that ultimately when we get into our, you know, older, well, uh, older wisdomhood, that we could then just be able to know that we have learned all that we could while we were here, given the circumstances that we were given. I had a beautiful opportunity this past weekend to be able to see Deepak Chopra live in a, uh, he did a, a, a learning 45 minutes and, you know, another 10, I think it was a, it wound up being like an eight minute meditation or something by the end. But because he, he spoke so long, he has learned so many lessons. You know, I, I would love to be like that when he, when I get into my upper seventies that you, he can just spurt off things that are astounding. And he has just learned so many lessons, and you can hear that in how he speaks about them so fluently. It was a beautiful kind of ideal of what we can do if we continue to learn, grow, and evolve as we go through our life. He's a prime example of that. I hope one day I aspire to be like that. But what's your formula? for success. How do you keep a plan in place? Have you done it before? And if you have, great. We're going to talk about that in a second. And if you haven't, why not? See, most people don't ask the whys or the why nots. They just go, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Oh, I tried that once or, or I tried that so many times, just can't do it. So, Instead of moving into that shift of, oh, I just can't, or I never can, what if you shifted to, okay, if I haven't been able to do a plan before, why not? Why, why couldn't I do it? Objectively, why couldn't I do it? And the truth is, what we know is that everybody and every individual, I don't I don't think I've come across a person that I've worked with that doesn't have this. Every individual has a formula for success, has something that they do good, that you can create a plan and act it out So and keep it going. So for some people, it's in their parenting. They're able to keep a parenting plan and follow through and their kids follow through. They may not have been able to do it for themselves, or their career, but maybe they can do it in their parenting. Other people can do it in their career. Oh, I'm great at implementing plans. That's what I do for a living. I go, great. So like, you know how to do that. Oh, but I can't plan for myself. So then the reality is, is let's talk about why not, because you have the secret to success. Like you know how to implement a plan. Think about where in your life you know how to implement a plan and keep it going. Think about that first. Because I guarantee you there's a place. And then how do you keep yourself in that plan? Right? That's, that, that's, the, that's the why or the what. It's really, in this case, it's the how. How do I do it? So do you do it by saying certain things to yourself? Do you do it by reminding yourself of certain things? 
How do you do it where it's effective and efficient? So, so often I find that how people implement self-care or people implement a plan around taking care of themselves with their food or changing how they eat or maybe even body movement, that their language with themselves is harsh, demanding, and critical. I don't want to work for anybody like that, so I am not going to do it. Right? That's what the psyche says. You're going to be mean to me? Huh, watch me. I ain't doing it. That's what happens. In work, right, if we make a plan with our boss, and hopefully a good boss, but that boss doesn't come in and criticize you and critique you. Hopefully they support and uplift you, be able to help you attain that goal of sticking in that plan. So how do you speak to yourself in the area of life that you have success in implementing a plan? For me, I know one of the things I say to myself when I've really kind of got my feet held to the fire by myself, you know, is that by the time I put my head on the pillow tonight, I will get that done. I will, I will do it if it falls out of line with the time period, right? I try and get it done in the time period. But the reality is, is how we speak to ourselves is how we actually will thrive through a plan. Because we've got to look at it cognitively, right? Plans are cognitive. They use our frontal cortex brain. And if we keep it in that and we allow our language with ourselves to be objective and supportive, there isn't a lot of emotion to derail you. But if it's harsh, demanding, and critical, there is a ton of emotion that's going to rise up and try and take and or sabotage that plan because there's a part of you that's really angry and you've just derailed off the train line because you have totally elicited your amygdala, your midbrain, your emotional brain, and it took you off the rails. That's what happens realistically. So think about how you speak to yourself and understand that in the good ways, you know, where you implement the plan, where you are successful, how do you use that language and now carry that over, write it down so you can carry it over into this plan. So when the harsh, critical, demanding voice comes up, you can simply just switch it to something else. Like, I just need to do this today. But this is what I said I'd do. I'm going to follow through. Doesn't need to be emotional, just objective and supportive in, to enable you to not be derailed. Even if you don't do it at the time you said, you still have a whole day left. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with over the years that didn't eat their proper breakfast, according to them, right? They didn't eat what was on their plan or what they planned for themselves. They didn't eat that. They went off track. They derailed. And then you throw the towel in on the entire day. Well, that's kind of interesting, right? Because that's really like missing the exit on the highway and going straight to California if you live on the East Coast. Miss the exit, better just keep on going then. Or you spend $5 out of your bank account, but because you spent 5 you might as well just drain the account. 
I mean, let's just go all the way. Right? Does it, you think about that behavior pattern doesn't make sense when you put it in other areas of life, but people do it in food all the time. You have a whole day left to be able to flip the script, change it around, and do what you need to do to stay in the rest of the plan. Don't scrap it for just a minute of time. Give yourself that grace to recognize the reality is that you have a whole 24-hour cycle to get done what you need to get done. Just put it in another time of the day. If you're derailed, then get back on track. That's all it is. Derailment is just a moment of, in time. right? Once a train is derailed truly on the tracks, do they just leave it there? No, because it would create other traffic, you know, other traffic uh, issues for the train lines. Don't just leave it, right? You pick it up. I don't know how they do that, right? <laughs> and they get it going again. Chug, chug, keep on going. Got the rest of the day left. And finally, when it comes to keeping a plan, ask for help. That's why you do the plan so early. So that if there's something, a time period where you know you're going to be away or you know you're going to be with family or it's going to be more stressful, you're going to have a lot of people in, you know, what do you, what do you need help with? What do you need to line up to keep this period of time less stressful? I mentioned last week, you know, set up, you know, if you need hair appointments or dentist appointments or eye appointments, like anything that you need like that, set it all up today so you got it. It's all done. Set up any extra help you might need. If you need landscaping help, if you need, you know, somebody build a fire pit because you want that for your, your Thanksgiving um, party, whatever that is, like set it up today so it's all in the books, part of the plan. But also remember to ask for help from the people around you and maybe even swap help because that's kind of cool, Right. Like, let's say you're great at online shopping, but your friend does amazing and finds amazing deals in store. What if you swapped lists? Okay, so if you can help me get da-da-da-da-da online, I'll go in the store and I'll get blah 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 and we'll meet for coffee on Wednesday. How's that? Right? So you see, you can swap help. Because everybody has their strengths. Everybody has their weaknesses. And that's what it means to be human. So if we use each other's strengths and capitalize on that, we're sure to get more done together. Because isn't that what this time period, of all time periods, is about? Togetherness, community, love. That's what this time period is about. So what if we really made it be about what it was supposed to be about and stop taking it all upon ourselves and then falling under to the plan? What if we just thought through that so that we could get through this time period and we could soar and we could get through it with ourselves, for ourselves, and by ourselves while we work with others? Be willing to change your behavior. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting 
what you're getting. Isn't it time to change? Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.